Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Got a project to plug? Want to advertise on the podcast? Hit me up. We'll make it happen. Feel like sponsoring? Let's make that happen, too. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Dear Ruko Labs, I'll take a bottle of everything. It's time to break down the second episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10, and join me as the lady who took a lift to get here. It's Carlos, the Uber driver. Oh my goodness. Hello, Michael. I'm so blessed. I'm so happy to be here. How Finally. are you today? I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm actually, I'm very happy. I'm here. Tiffany's here as well. She's waving we, from... We have a live studio audience, so... <laughs> live studio audience. It's wonderful. Are you enjoying like really our first day of spring even though it's raining you know it's um what was i have google home so i was like this morning i was like look like feeling sad i was like oh god it's gonna be miserable and dreary i said hey google what's the weather like today and she was like 59 and i went and so we got i was like cory we're getting up we're going places today i'm very happy yes it was it's it's a nice Mm -hmm. day it's raining but whatever you know it's all good yeah but we are here to talk about Drag Race. Yes. Second episode. Mm-hmm. Did where did you watch last night? Um, well, uh, because I was competing in the ultimate drag pageant featuring Nitra Bell and Marty Gold Cummings, uh, I was unable to watch it because I was preparing for my number as good drag performers do. Fantastic. So I actually watched it when I got home with Corey. Nice. We we always we always order the full season from Amazon so that oh, we like, can like watch it at our leisure. We actually rewatched All Stars the other day, which was very telling. Yeah, I watched the episode at the West End again. I mm-hmm. went back to visit um, Androgyny, as she's now calling herself, I guess. Is that Anthony? Anthony. Oh, yeah. Um, he was there with Nicole Anoscopy. Very cool. And then I stayed for the drag pageant and was a judge. So that's yes. cool. That's fun. That's it fun. was fantastic to have you there. Because I feel like you always you always have a critique and something smart to say about you. drag performance in general. And it just felt natural to put you behind the judges. Yeah, panel. I mean... I'd I, like to see you, you do know that what, more. Let, you know what? Let's start the campaign. Let's get me there every week. Every yeah. week. Yes. I mean, what was crazy for me to think was like, of the three of us sitting at that table... I knew the eight of you the best. To, to be honest, you were sort of the most qualified. Which is crazy. But it was... <laughs> who knew? <laughs> but you know what? Nidra and Anthony did Love a great you, job also, And I had fun. Uh, this is, For those who are in the area, I highly suggest Thursdays at 10 o'clock, not 11 anymore, 10 o'clock, go to the West End for Ultimate Drag Pageant All-Stars because they are turning it out. Yes, we are. But let's talk about... The other show, Drag Queen's turning it out. Yes, let's dive right in. So we are one down, 13 to go. First elimination is over, and everything is just, everyone is just going, Vanjie. Vanjie, Miss Vanjie. Oh my goodness. It, like, somehow overnight, that became, like, a part of, like, drag canon. She's a thing. She's 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 a a thing. thing. And she got eliminated first. And you know what? I don't think there has been another, like, first eliminated queen who has, like, Something that's like as viral. I mean, the only one. Well, that's. I mean, that's the thing. The only one who's as prevalent is Portia. Yeah. But she's doesn't have a catchphrase like that. Yeah. I mean, Vanjie's going to be a thing, and I don't think she'll be asked back for an All Star season. I don't no. think she's qualified for that personally. No. But she is going to be one of. 
she'll probably get a higher booking fee than some other people. Yeah. Maybe but, we'll see her pop out of a box somewhere. Oh, in the God, future. I hope not. <laughs> well, I think we need to take a second and talk about the extra filming that they did and showing Rue and Michelle during the taping. Oh, um, that Rue was... could not control herself. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> that was... I really liked that because that was sort of like a rare look at how, like, RuPaul really is on set. Yeah. Because he was like... I feel like RuPaul always wants to be in control of yeah. what's going on. And the fact that he couldn't was very, very interesting. It was so funny. It was good TV. And, and, and Michelle knew exactly how to get her. Oh, so <laughs> good. Michelle. So we're back in the workroom. Yeah. And Monet still thinks she, that she was a top. And Asia thinks Monet's Ooh. delusional. I kind of agree because that sponge look was not good. I'm sorry, girl, it was not good. That sponge, and the girls read her too mm-hmm. in the workroom. Everyone, like, that's the joke of the season so far. It's been like Monet and her sponge dress. Like, yeah. when will she outlive it? Who knows? Never. I mean, she now has the enamel pins of the sponges. And does she, she already? Does. <laughs> All the queens are like every day or come every week are coming out with new pins. It's like merch, merch, merch. She have to get the entire collection, I guess. I guess. Anyway, well. Speaking of people who like to get their name out there, Aquaria thought she was delicious, but Calorie immediately interrupted her to ask about Untucked. Cue the drama. Oh my goodness. So, Aquaria immediately backtracks, and the Vixen is not having it. No. Um, the Vixen-Aquaria drama is kind of cute. I like it. it. Okay, that was, I think, like, the Vixen is definitely, like, emerging slowly as like the pot stirrer of the she season is. there's always one you know there's always one person who's like there to like offer those like questions you don't exactly want to have answered and say the things that you are hoping not to not have said yeah it's i i think what really was interesting for me was we saw aquaria basically show her age Yes. She showed herself being a 21-year-old, mm-hmm. and she just digs on the Vixen and then runs away, and it was not a good look for her. No, I just, um, I think it's interesting because, like, I was also watching in, like, this same part of the show, Ms. Cracker sort of has this, Miss um, Cracker hasn't really said too much, like, off-camera no. nope. yet, which I think is very smart of her, or at least it's smart editing. So maybe hopefully, like somewhere down the road, she's gonna do well. Yeah, but absolutely. I mean, you she... can see her holding her tongue almost at points, and it's sort of like the New York City girls know better than to like portray their yes, bad sides. Do. And it's like, and you see Dusty doing it too, because she's in the back and she's only saying positive things. And if you know Dusty, Dusty does not hold back. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. never, ever, ever. Props to you, Dusty. But yeah, <laughs> but in Miss Cracker's confessional, um, she did explain the backstory a little bit about the twin photo shoot. Yes. Um, if you do your searching on Instagram, it does exist. You can see that photo and everything. But she's very somber when she's talking about it until. She says, I know I've done a look she's never done. It's called being on top. Bloop. Bloop. One of one of the better lines from that episode, I yeah. thought, as well as um, RuPaul's, um, what was it? He said, uh, don't be sorry, be gorgeous or something. Be fierce. Be fierce. Don't be sorry, be fierce. That's your enamel pen, ladies yeah, and Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I mean... I've heard rumors that Aquaria is a top, so I'm not really sure. About this. <laughs> right? Right? That's what I say. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Anybody who paints their eyebrows on can't be a top. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you can't. That was a direct g- dig at you, Gilda, and Gina. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Gina and Gilda. Um, but we have to talk about the note. I don't know what it is about Drag Race and notes all this season <gasps> now. Oh my god. Yes. So, first, thank you to the Vixen for breaking the fourth wall. If you didn't read the note, it is the best meme of the night. The Vixen will fight you. <laughs> and I just love everybody who's coming out with their own like versions of it. <laughs> it's so good. It's um, like literally I I went, Corey, stop that. Stop. Stop. I told him to press pause because I was like, I have to see what this says. Yeah. And it was like the Vixen will fight you. And it was just such a split second. It was so good. It was. Oh, like, she was definitely <laughs> the star of the episode. Yeah. 100%. I don't necessarily agree with some of the. When she got, but she was definitely the star of the episode. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree, and I think she's, I think she knows that like, maybe her way to like, e- like to like root herself in the competition is to be like you know like yeah. the the villain to absolutely be like the bitch. So the next day, um, Blair St. Clair walks in like oh god child, um, and then we get the girls singing big girls big girls coming through watch out bitches because we'll eat you. Hashtag foreshadowing. Poor girls, poor girls. Um, so we're not going to even discuss Aquaria's ridiculous confessional. She's pretty and dumb, and that's all there is to it. She's a star. That's it, that's it. She's a um, star. Yeah, speaking of stars, the queen of Bravo, Andy Cohen, arrives with Rue yeah. for a mini challenge. That was inexplicable. It was like, here's Andy Cohen, and guess what? We're going south of the border for it's a hotel. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the challenge is most entertaining dancer wins. The girls have yeah. 20 minutes to get into quick drag. Some are cute, some are not so cute. Okay, so first of all, I was gooped and gagged. Miss Cracker was in full drag. She was. And it was, and I was like, bitch, that's a professional. Yeah, well, let's first, go through them all. You want to go oh, through them yes, all? Oh, yes, please. Let's, let's go through so it. So let's start off with Dusty. It's a man, Maury. It's a man, um, Maury, Dust- wearing American Eagle underwear on national television. <laughs> Girl, you better get yourself a sponsorship. <laughs> Dusty is keeping with the black and white theme. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And she's definitely backwoods country with the hat and the pigtails. And yep. Of course, she has to show that dusty bottom. Yeah, she's got to show off the dust, the dusty, the dustiest of the ray bottom. It's true. So the Vixen was next. I love the color on her, but what was country about it? Was it that that was like the light blue sort of ruffled number? I was that seemed that seemed like you know I mean some girls like you get those challenges thrown at you and it's like. What did I bring? What's in the steamer trunk? We gotta figure but it clearly out. Clearly, they were told bring something country because everyone else was prepared. I m- maybe and maybe, maybe her version of country in Chicago is a little different. <laughs> maybe she wasn't clear about no, the but she's got this. great energy and that split was great. Mm. So good for her. Mm. Well, hold on. First of all, that split wasn't great. As a as a professional dancer, not tooting my own horn, but I, I know what a split looks like. That was not a good split. Yeah. Aquarius split at the end of the episode, very admirable. Good old helicopter split. She had the legs up at the beginning and they were down. A split only counts, and listen to this, everyone listening, a split only counts if your puss touches the ground. It does not count if we can see even an inch of space between there. I'm looking at several queens in New York City who believe (laughs) that they have the most sickening splits in all the land. Honey, go to a class. 
Get your legs apart and get your puss on the floor. Dancing with Carlos the Uber Dancing Driver. Dancing with Carlos the Uber Driver. Um, yeah, so next we had Calorie. Mm. She got a pony to play with. Mm. I mean... Yes, I was like, oh, that's a cute prop. I was like... She looked perfectly country. Yeah, did it. I like the pink... Her dancing's mediocre. Yeah. And that, she calls herself a dancing queen. The, the theme of the episode was sort of like, Calorie was like... Are pretty forgettable and yeah. it was like and I, I felt bad and like you know of course I always say maybe it's the editing but like even from like what we saw and they gave her like a good amount of airtime for that chunk it wasn't great yeah it was not good just hopping around on a horse Yuha, her quick drag was incredible yeah that was cute she was so good good girl Yuha. magenta hair magenta plaid tied up shirt oh it was so good mm-hmm. um, but come on she milked herself and drank it oh my that was, was Yuha. That was stupid. I was like, I thought she was gonna win because of that. I did too. I was like, I was like, oh, the clear winner of this challenge. You have. I I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had Cameron, and mm-hmm. she looks hot. Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels. I have been following Cameron Michaels for a very of long time on the Instagram because I am, you know, a thirsty twenty-four-year-old man, and she just like she comes out every week, and I just like. I live for her Instagram presence because she finds a way of, like, really editing herself to, like, look feminine in her drag pictures. Yeah. And, like, as, like, mask for mask as possible. And then when you get up in that good old HD girl and you see the body and you see everything, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a li- it's difficult for me. And I don't... And I, I get it. Like, androgyny is definitely a big thing in drag. And it's just interesting because, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's a man, Maury. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, it's working and it's doing yeah. it. This challenge, it was not. Well, for me, like, what's interesting to me, I don't know why, but I have this weird fascination with drag queen heights sometimes. I like, because you can never really tell because of the heels and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But from Instagram, you look at Cameron, you're like, oh my God, she must be, like, huge. Yeah, no. She's short. Yeah, she's a little girl. She's short. Mm hmm. It's all very fascinating. But Lots of tattoos, too. Too many. Too many. That's a lot. But she was hippie cowgirl. The dancing was a little underwhelming. Oh, my God. She was literally Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Have you, have you seen the memes? There are memes already. Oh, I haven't seen them yet. Oh, girl. They are out there. Oh, girl. <laughs> Get yourself a look. It was... It, they're funny. They're good. Yeah. Well, next up was Little Orphan Annie Oakley, Asia O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> I loved seeing her do something campy finally, because yes. that's like that was my biggest fear with her. I was like, she is straight laced. She knows what she's doing. Is she gonna be able to have fun? She had so much fun. She was that cool. chicken dance was so cute. I want to say Asia reminds me a lot of Kennedy Davenport. I agree. And I mean, they're both Texas yes. twirling queens. Mm-hmm. They're girls. Texas twirling girls. Like they got that. Like they're pulled together everywhere except for when they absolutely have to not be yeah and then it's hysterical it's like, so great i'm hoping that like because i really like her drag i first of all i love her beat and like mm-hmm. when she won the runway sickening oh yeah um but i'm i'm looking forward to seeing if she's got that like comedy queen that high camp side in snap game yeah i hope so let's let's see Next, we had Monique, and she looks like she's doing Dolly in 9 to 5 for her look. Like, <laughs> executive country? Yeah. Fine, I get it. It's sure, fine. go ahead. Um, she's the first to lose her wig, but she continues through it. And that's all we got from Monique in this challenge. So it was uh, quick. A forgettable performance, yeah. arguably, and like the, the, the losing your wig on national television 
I don't think it's a cute no, look. No, it was a good one. Next, we had Ms. Cracker Barrel. Yes, Ms. Cracker, looking like she had hours to get put yeah. together. Her hair is on. She does a cartwheel, for God's sake. And Ms. the look. The look. It, it was stunning. It was still country, but it was different from yeah. everybody else. I totally agree. I really enjoy her. I live for you, Miss Cracker, if you're listening. Same. She's not. That's <laughs> true. Miss Cracker, please listen. Caitlin, can you get Cracker to listen? Caitlin, die for podcast. Yes. <laughs> Next, we had Monet. Listen, not great. Not so great. Remind She's me pulled, what she was wearing. She had the five head. I mean, she just needed to pull that uh, wig Oh, down. that's right. Yeah. It was all forehead um and monet doesn't know how to use a lasso nope that was that was apparent yeah it's not good but forgivable yeah she is a new york city girl so it's true (laughs) grew up in what she's from she's from brooklyn lives in the bronx yeah Mm -hmm. so no reason for you to know how to do that girl just what water off a duck's back yeah Next was Mayhem, another one with rain energy that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that little teal on her. Yes. Um, but she, again, she lost the wig. Yeah, um, that was... I, I, f- I feel for Mayhem Miller because I feel like she, among the girls, has, like, worked the hardest to get to Drag Absolutely. Race. And, like, I see, like, her work outside of Drag Race, like the, the film and television she's done, Cherry Pop, things like that. Like We the, don't discuss that horrible, horrible movie. Oh, my podcast. goodness. Cherry, so bad. Cherry Pop was more damaging to the gay community than the 1980s. But it anyway, <laughs> it, Mayhem Miller really, like, I, is someone who I'm excited to watch week after yeah. week. Because she's got new things to bring. And, like, I like her confessionals. I like her personality. There's something about Mayhem that I want to see more. Yeah, I'm excited. I, mm-hmm. I hope that what we saw in the first episode with her basically getting her redemption yep. in that first episode doesn't mean she's gone too soon. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Let's see. Next was Aquaria. Mm-hmm. Personally, this did not read country at all unless she thought that the challenge was America because she was red, white, and blue. Yeah. I, I was it a recycled look? Have I seen her Probably. in that before? I I have I I'm not reading her or anything, but I had a feeling that I had seen her in I, that before. I think or so. a variant on it somewhere. And what's just crazy is like it's fine to see girls in like same looks before. Yeah. But Aquaria is one of those queens because she has the resources and funds. You expect you it. never see her looking the same. Mm-hmm. It's always different, so And it you're right, it didn't quite read country. It was sort no, of it was inexplicable. America. And uh, she didn't land that turn. <clears throat> no. Um, but she was riding that pony. She was riding that pony. she's, again, quote unquote top. Oh my goodness. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Eureka. Backwards country. Eureka, realness. Eureka, yes. Those teeth. The teeth. This was easy for her. But again, very <laughs> reserved. She is terrified to dance. She, um, I think that was a real good move from the producers to like put that storyline in. And like yeah. it. It I, that was sort of the theme of the episode was like, was Eureka is like stepping back into the spotlight of the the second episode yeah. and the dance challenge and like it, it, like she got her quick little twerk in. But like I've seen Eureka perform so many times. She comes to New York all the time. She does the Ritz. She's fantastic and bitch. She can dance. She can. She's got the moves. She's got the pussy on the floor splits she's got the steps she's got like the egypt crazy voguing hands shout out to egypt i love you girl and i i want to see that and even in the lip sync i expected just like a little bit 
Because, like, she's a dancing girl. And, yep. like, she's not she's oh, not well, ready to show we'll it again. We'll get to that lip sync. But yeah. last but not least was Blair St. Clair. Oh, Why did she get a pit crew member? <sighs> Blair St. Saint- Let me talk for a hot second about Miss Blair St. Clair. My future ex-boyfriend. <laughs> My future ex-boyfriend. Blair St. Clair every week comes out and, like, every confessional, she's like, I'm a theater queen. I'm a theater queen. I'm a theater queen. Did you know I'm a theater queen? I'm a dancer. I'm a theater queen. And, like, I think the her idea in her head is that she is Ginger Rogers. And she always Absolutely. she always needs a dance partner. But, like, here's the, the tea of it all. Like... Her legs are always bent. I don't think she quite knows how to walk in heels very oh, well. We'll get to that. Regardless, we will get like, to that. Regardless, dance in them. And it was just like that quick little blip. It just like her face. She was terrified. She her was terrified. Face. I was. I was fully. I was gooped. I was like, mm-hmm. you cannot look this scared on TV. Like you're doing a challenge and you're doing something that uh, arguably you. Like, set up. You wanted to partner dance with someone mm-hmm. for country, I guess. Like, if you're going to do that, I'm expecting, like, a do do or something. Yeah. It fully looked like she was attempting some sort of Lindy, and it didn't look good. Yeah, it was not good. But her look was Marilyn trying to do country. Yeah. <laughs> it was not pretty. If you can call it that. And her cheeks, I don't know what is going on with that blush. It was really <sighs> red. Girl. She was, red. Get yourself some Sephora blush. It is not too striking. It just, it goes on the right way. Sephora makes a good blush. So the winners were the Vixen and Asia. Uh-huh. Do you agree? Nope. Neither do I. Well, I mean, why? I would have gone with probably Yuha and Cracker. Mm-hmm. Yuha and Cracker. Definitely, like, if the challenge is, like, quick drag and, like, the goal is to, like, look like you're in drag think both of them pulled it off the best and performed the best. But perhaps the producers knew they wanted some drama, so they let the Vixen yep. be ahead in charge yep. of that drama. Oh, yeah. So we learned that the Maxi Challenge is from a Rusical the Musical, okay. where they'll be working in two teams, and the two winners of the Mini Challenge are the two team captains. Yep. So Asia picks Aquaria, Monique, Dusty, Yuha, and Calorie. Yep. The Vixen picks Cameron, Ms. Cracker, Monet, Blair, and Mayhem, mm-hmm. which leaves Eureka last, and she gets to pick her team. And she decides to go with her big girl sis, Calorie, and joins Asia. Mm-hmm. Asia is not happy because Eureka talks a lot. Nope. And that is that was... so true. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, the, I, I hate... On Drag Race, they always make the girls pick teams at least one episode, mm-hmm. and it's always just so like, ugh. Because if you're if you're a gay person, you've always felt that like getting picked last sensation yeah. for something in your life. It doesn't have to be gym class. It doesn't have to be a sports team. If you were if you've grown up in America and had the LGBTQ plus rainbows tap dancing experience. You know, like what that feels like, and it just feels like it's a little, it's a little childish, and it like makes, it makes like drama that like feels bad for everyone. It's not mm-hmm. even drama that's good for the show. Just it rubbed me the wrong way, and like I like Eureka, and like I felt like they sort of like made her like look like she was a bad person. For, I mean, like, it was definitely much. in a way to get her to emote more because she did. I agree. I think, I think if she was picked, she would not have reacted the way she did. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start with the, the Vixens team. Mm-hmm. They're a mess. The girls throw out oh, who they yeah. want to play, but the Vixen is like, nope, I'm deciding, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Which never works. No. So Aquarius says, the key to doing well in this challenge 
is keeping your lipstick straight, your choreography gay, and your characterization by Curious. Which was... Did she come up with that or did the producers feed her that? I don't know, but like, whoever wrote that for her should be fired. That was... I was like, where did this come from? Are you going to like the Tampa Royal Academy of Dramatic Tricks? Like, where did you find this information? Yeah, it was not cute. So Eureka wants to read through the script out loud, but Mm -hmm. Asia wants everyone to read by themselves. And she wants... And then uh, Eureka wants to bring the clothes over when they're done reading and then read as a group. And Asia's just not here for it. Even further, when Eureka says they shouldn't choreograph because they have time with a choreographer. And that's where I kind of agree because that's what they're told every Mm -hmm. single season. I don't ever recall there being a time when the choreo wasn't provided for them. Exactly. It just... It's very interesting. I think the uh, Eureka, uh, I feel, was really undervalued this episode. Yeah. Because she's been on the show before, and she knows like she knows what to expect, and she knows what's going to happen. She knows they're going to give them all of their choreography, regardless of whether they prefer yeah, right. anything in advance or not. What would have been smart, and what is the right move there, is if you've ever seen Drag Race before, read it as a group so that mm-hmm. the the jokes sound right, so you know if like the characters fit. It's the same thing in theater. You do a read-through first to make sure everything sounds right to get an idea of the big picture. Doing it individually only separates everyone's own individual idea about what it's going to look like in the end yep. and never bodes well. So true. Eureka just can't keep her trap closed because she tries to give some ideas about choreo and Asia's like, let the dancer stick to it. Um, Then over on Team Vixen. I know, right? Shady. The Team Vixen plays with costumes and then they all start to freak out when they see the other team rehearsing. Why? Because they look more prepared. But why? Just Mm -hmm. like... Don't be bothered. Do your own thing. And like that's the that's the bane of your existence on Drag exactly. Race is every season you watch someone who's watching somebody else's work and they get derailed because of it. <coughs> Thorgy Thor. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Don't look at other people in the workroom. Keep your head down. Or if you're in a group, focus on your group. So Rue swings on in to check on the teams. Mm-hmm. First on Team Asia. She's apt to do. Rue asks Aquaria if she got the role she wanted, and she says yes. The bitchy old lady who's stuck up who needs to loosen up. <laughs> Why? <Wait>. Aquaria. <sighs> yeah, Aquaria. And then she comes out in this, like, Helen Hunt costume. I keep going. I- well, yeah, so how is she going to pull this look off? She's going to dress conservative and then metamorphosize into a millennial. Now... As Aquaria was saying metamorphosize, it just sounded like she was making up the word. Yep. It didn't sound like a real world mm-hmm. word. And, it's, and I had to go like, is that real? It's like, she's crazy. She's crazy, girl. But I, just, I think for me, the gag of this whole beat was Aquaria admitting that she was born in 1996. Yeah, that sort of really... That hurt my heart. Ugh. That really hurt me. I was born in 1994, and hearing someone... But that's would, okay for me? Yeah. 96 just sounds... I remember where I was in 96. 94 is a little, little blurry. A little blurry. 96, yeah. I know. You know, exactly. So it's like, ugh. And all those other girls were just like, you are an infant. Yes. And like, Blair St. Clair, of course, she is a Girl Scout, but like... Mm-hmm. Aquaria mm-hmm. is definitely right down there with her. Yeah. So Eureka is asked how her leg is, and she says no complaints. Um, funny, funny, funny. 
Uh, Calorie is asked how she's going to step it up, and she says her ass-shaking abilities. Her ass-shaking abilities. She's delusional. I have a lot to say about Calorie, and I'm sure we'll get oh, to we it. Will. We will. Um, but it just like whenever th- I feel like every I mean of course it's it's structured that way but Rue's interviews are always like foreshadowing mm-hmm. for something that's gonna go wrong in the future. Speaking of Team Vixen, Blair is excited to show off her musical theater science or Rue. Oh my goodness! If Blair St. Clair says uh, like something about like can't like not waiting to show off her musical theater side, I like when. Let's go, Blair St. Clair. If you're not, uh, like, meet me in St. Louis, honey. Let's go. I want it. I want to see it if you got it, but if you don't, stop saying it. That's all. Rue asks the vixen if she's handling the choreography, Uh and she lies through her teeth. (laughs) It's so bad. It was so bad. But it's time for Alyssa Edwards. Yeah. (laughs) Team Asia is the first, and they're gagged to see Alyssa. Uh, She looks stunning. She does. And immediately she asks Eureka how she's doing. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably in the order of events, but it could have been some editors. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting that Alyssa asked her, because I guess they are sisters. They know each other, mm-hmm. probably. I'm sure. I, I I think Eureka did uh, uh, some part of a tour that Alyssa was on, I'm Probably. Sure. Probably, yeah, I'm sure... One of the um, the Murray Peter yeah. tours or something like uh-huh. that, but it was it was good to see Alyssa back, and I I want to say that like of the choreographers that they have on the show, it was very nice to see a queen come back to do yes. the choreography because we know so many of them are so gifted, and like they bring in oh my goodness, did you see the New York Times article that was like. Uh, human Instagram filter Todrick Hall gives like a bland performance as like the the whip cracking choreographer, and I couldn't agree more. It's, it's like I'm not a Toddy Rockstar fan. Not a Toddy Rockstar fan. He just like he came off very bland and very rude in the entire oh, show. Totally. But it was good to see Alyssa back, and I was happy that she was getting the credit she deserves yeah. as a good choreographer. Uh, so Alyssa asks the team mm-hmm. to see what they've got, and Alyssa seems impressed, especially since there is no Charlie Heights. <laughs> poor charlie it's the only way you get your time poor charlie um but i think what was really fun is when she like choreographs she makes up her own language yeah those are not real words kind of like ratikitiki tata i'm pussy bitch oh my god uh t- two things first of all i love cameroon and the <laughs> And BB's ridiculousness. Second, um, I that's such a that's such a real thing, and I love seeing that when like choreographers are like, because like that is a real thing that you do when you are like if you're mm-hmm. if you're ever setting a dance. Sometimes there's nothing to describe it except for ratititata or whatever, yeah. and it was it was very funny, and it's classic Alyssa as per usual. Well, speaking of classical Alyssa, uh, she tries to call out Miss Calorie by calling her Kardashian and Calorie claps back with oh Carb-dashian. God. Oh God. You think you're clever, don't you? <laughs> but when it's time to show her dancing, yeah, there's no clap back there. Nope. She's not good. She's nope. Not good. And I think Alyssa says the most important thing ever in a critique, bigger, this is a drag show. Yes. Oh my God, could I not agree more? Drag queens of New York City, take note. You know who you are. Bigger. It's a drag show. And like, I feel like 
every season there's like the downfall of someone is that they're underplaying something or they're like trying to be a little bit more austere or they're at least or they have an idea in their head that they don't have to be as big yeah it's drag it has to be big it's so true mm-hmm. so true well we get a little cutaway into the workroom and the girls ask the vixen why they picked them um, and she said she picked Cameron first because she's the quiet one and the other bitches talk too much. Yep. And it's actually kind of true. Um, and That's the Vixen the did admit later on that she would, would have picked Aquaria, but she continues to chime in on the untucked bullshit and the mystery of the yellow dress. Oh, yeah. And Miss Cracker defends herself and says she knows nothing about no yellow dress, which I am assuming will come up again. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. And Cracker, another confessional beauty, she wants to win with her face and not Aquarius. Yep. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. And, like, I feel like Miss Cracker just sort of, like, in the... In any time we see her where she's not performing, she always looks, like, a little lost or, like, she's sort of, like, a lost puppy. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, more of Miss Cracker's personality outside of confessionals or the stage. So we're back with Alyssa, and Yuha is told to go bigger, and when she goes bigger, she gets crazy. Yep. Dusty amps it up and brings out Aubrey O'Day eyes. Yep. Eureka says she's going to walk, and Alyssa is not here for it. And Eureka, again, is afraid of last season's injury. Yep. Which is, I mean, like, it's real. Like, she, it's, it's, it's a real, it's a real concern, and it's a real issue for her, and I... I fully believe this part of the show, and I definitely related in a way because, like, you you're you get scared as a dancer, absolutely. And it's like if if you you, you the so much of you wants to give that hundred percent and like do it live and do it big, but like there's there's something in you that's a little bit scared and a little bit pulled back, and it uh, this whole episode for Eureka was hard to watch. Yeah, it was rough. Mm-hmm. Well. It's the Vixen's t- turn to bring it out to Alyssa. They're all shocked. Yeah. Um, Mayhem even brings out the tongue pop. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Alyssa wants to see the choreo, but they all have nothing. But they have characterization. Which. And. No. Not good. Is. is great. <laughs> it's. Um, it fell a little flat, but. Um, it's bigger, baby. It's got to be bigger. It does have to be bigger. So when it is time to dance. Blair looks like Bambi. Oh my god. Alyssa calls her Pinocchio, and I now want to see the receipts. Are we sure she's 22 and not 12? I, it was... Watching Blair dance in that that like 30, that 30 second or less clip of her dancing was just so... It was so clear that like she doesn't... Probably doesn't have any training. Probably doesn't really... She's probably not really a musical theater queen. She's probably, like, inspired by musical theater. Yeah. As opposed to, like, being a, a showgirl. I kind of... I kind of want to see... I'm going to go on backstage later and mm-hmm. see if she has a backstage account. Yeah. And just see her resume. Yeah. Take a look. Because you know it's out there. It's have you seen my there. resume, Mom? I don't think so. Don't <laughs> oh, okay. It. You can get, take a look. I'm, I'm Zach like, Letty on backstage. Oh, I'm so excited. But yeah, I, I, I feel bad for Blair. Like, this is a really mean analogy, but she kind of looks like a boy who just went through puberty and oh, got girl. taller and doesn't know how to be a man. 100%. She didn't um, do herself any help trying to, like, 
uh, you know, dance in those. I think she was dancing in like six inch heels. They were or high. They were I think that was part shoes. of the issue also. Dusty Ray made that real smart choice and being the good old New York City musical theater girl she is, put her Leducas on to do mm-hmm. the dance challenge. And you know what? Yes, that is smart because those shoes are made to dance in. And like, I get it. A lot of girls, like, they know that, like, they put the boots on and they have that stability in the ankle so that they can dance. And a lot of the girls went that route. If you're picking, like, a strappy sandal or something or, like, just, like, uh, a straight-up pump to dance in, that's not the right choice. You need support and you need groundedness. And Dusty made a smart choice. And, you know, Miss Thing didn't. She's another one. And back to my obsession with trying to figure out heights. How tall is Blair? I can't tell. No, I don't know either. Cameron throws everything off for me. I She really messes it up. I try and gauge people's heights by like Cracker because I know she's mm-hmm. tiny. She's tiny. And and Yuha. And Yuha. Oh my gosh, but she's tiny. They edit it in such a way that you like can't really ever see yeah. like who's taller. Yeah. Well, back in the workroom, work Team mm-hmm. Asia seems very confident except for Eureka. She starts to get upset and the girls try to comfort her. And we cut away to commercial because that's going to happen so many more times. Ha 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 ha. That's my RuPaul impression. I love it. It's great. (laughs) It's great. Elimination day. (laughs) Asia asks if they were were a sports team, what they would be. And getting the Dodo edit again, Aquarius says a winning one. It's not a sport girl. Girl. I feel like they're... I feel like I don't know. I don't know if it's the editing, but I don't think it is the editing. I think Aquaria is just like, it's just her. She's like her personality is like abrasive, and it's a little distancing. Because like, yes, we know you're good, but like you have a little humility. Never hurt nobody. Yeah, it's interesting. She came back from filming a different person. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know what changed her. Something she broke. Some someone broke her. I'm not Let's, curious to see. We'll what see. We'll yeah. see who it is. So Monet is nervous because the other team team looks great. Mm-hmm. Dusty is asked whether or not she should do her dots. It's her signature look, and I think you should do you. Be you. Fuck I it all. Fully. Whenever when uh, everyone in New York said like the first thing that she was going to get red for was those dots yep. on her face, mm-hmm. and if. If you've been on Instagram in the past couple of weeks, it has turned into, like, such a thing. People who never knew about Dusty Ray Bottoms are suddenly so inspired by her makeup style. I have seen so many, like, little drag queens and also, like, female makeup artists try Dusty's look because it's cool and it's so different from everyone else's. And isn't that what the... Isn't that what we're looking for? That's the next generation. We had the Naomi Smalls face for a while. Now Dusty's going to be the new face of Baby Drag. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Some of us still do the Naomi Smalls face, so don't. It's true, it's true. Um, And then all of a sudden, it's time for Calorie's backstory. Um, And I knew this was her goodbye episode because as someone who was obsessed with reality TV, the editors made sure you knew everything you needed to know and she was out of there. I literally turned to Corey and I was like, oh, they threw her backstory in. She's Mm -hmm. out. As soon as they throw your backstory into an episode and in a place, oh. Which is why I think Mayhem is short for the show i agree but did you see how that they edited her backstory in so poorly someone was talking about something who it was dusty dusty was saying something dusty was talking about the dots and Mm -hmm. then out of nowhere calorie was like i used to weigh 350 pounds and i was like 
okay, yeah, so well, she let's was, talk about that. Yeah, she was made fun for being fat and be, Poor not mom. being gay. Yeah. Uh, people would throw food at her and perhaps piss. Um, <laughs> that was sad. Yeah, I feel bad for her, but... I, I think when we wrap up the episode, we'll get to Calorie's legacy and everything. But yeah. I just was not high on her in this show. But no. let's let's get to Farmer Rusical. Oh, my God. Okay, first thing first. <sighs> Did it bother anyone else that they wore whatever they wanted and not something a little more, more coherent as a group? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Boy, did that bother me. I just like I didn't get it. Farmer Rusical seemed like the least planned of all of like the oh, li- the oh. live lip sync challenges that we've been accustomed to on this show. First of all, shaky theme. If you're going with like Farmer Rusical, at least make some sort of political ex- like statement. Like oh, like maybe drug prices are too high. Like the Martin Shirecki like whole thing and all that. Or like talk about it. Just like it seemed a little it seemed a little limp wristed. It wasn't really like the the proud statement that Drag Race usually makes. Yeah. And Farmer even like Farmer Musical in general, just like the the lyric writing and like the concept was, bad, but... was weak. And like like I feel like we've seen either, either like the girls are told what to wear. Or, like, given a theme, at least, mm-hmm. of what to wear. And it just, like, it didn't seem very cohesive. It was good. Um, so it took me... A, so Team Asia went first. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a bit to clock that that was Aquaria. I had no idea. So I guess good on her, but also not good on her, because I didn't know who the hell it was. I just... Uh, I, I didn't understand, like... It was like a bed sheet and a white wig. Yeah. Eureka could not get those words out. No. And then we start learning about our various drugs that we're getting. So Mm -hmm. first was badonkadonks. Yep. A lot of fun. Monique did great. Calorie literally got lost behind the other girls. Like literally you did not see her. Yeah. And then there's Eureka who once again couldn't get a word out. Yep. Calorie's like two seconds of airtime was like uh, was like her like partially facing away from the camera like quickly saying a line and like I think snapping her fingers. It was like well she's going home this episode. Flacida, Yuha hasn't seen Dusty at the club recently, and what's funny is they used to work in pieces on the same night. Oh my goodness! But poor Dusty, she's gone. You know, she's no longer doing Frisky Fridays. Oh no, she's retired. Oh, she's, she's touring the world. Um, but Dusty, she's sensational in this challenge. Oh yeah, she's she's I, big without dots. I thought Dusty was really one of the um, the standouts in this challenge because like she's got that that good background of of the musical theater, as she likes to say, and um, she just she showed off what she can do, and it was a good it was a good way because all of us, I'm sure, were like accustomed to the rumor Dusty's going home first. Mm-hmm. Dusty's going home first, and I'm really proud every week to see Dusty like yeah, bring more and more to the competition. Uh, Yuha is fun, but not as strong as she should have been. No, I feel like. Um, she she did her best and it just uh well i mean i expected a little bit more but it was just like i was so caught up in like the the absurdity of the theme i just yeah. like coun't really get past anything else but yeah she did an okay job flaccida is off. illegal in 48 states where do you funny. think it is legal where is it legal um the District of Columbia probably New Mexico there are a lot of degenerates there uh Florida for sure, it's legal. <laughs> There's no way it's not right, Corey. It's 100% legal in Florida, for sure. And probably, uh, I would say, Puerto Rico. Probably. Yeah, right? Next, we had Troll Vado. Well, Eureka is <laughs> quote-unquote rapping. Aquaria is stunning. Yep. And the reveal was great. She did a great job, but I want to clock it right now. 
another time she's boobless. Yeah, um, I'm not as bothered, uh, to be honest. It's just like, I feel like that's sort of her look. Is, is it? But not? how does Dusty get red for dots in the first episode? You know? I don't, I don't, yeah. The, the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. I just, I want to know what the, the standards are. Hypocrisy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I said an F in there somewhere. I'm ridiculous. But I want to know, like, it seems like every, every, like, read or every, like, critique is, like, so different and never almost based on the same criteria. I agree. Strange. So the next group is up with Conflama. It's conflict plus drama. Perfect for the vixen. Um, so obviously this is the lip sync and they've recorded it before. Yeah. But the line is, bitch, I'm from Chicago. Was that added just for her or how, how did that work in? That was that was curious to me. That was, I feel like because the Vixen was so heavily featured, it was probably like the producers saying, well, let's tailor this a little bit more yeah. to her in a way. And I feel like... Th- I, if, if I expect I, there's going to be something big happening with the Vixen in the future. Oh, I'm absolutely. Sure. I'm sure. Either like a huge like meltdown or like I can't wait to see like a fight or something mm-hmm. because like, girl, I am that Michael Jackson meme stuffing popcorn in my mouth. Like, go back to Party City. I'm ready for it. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's fight, do it. fight, fight. Next was Swallowese. Um, <laughs> even though she had no boobs, I thought Cameron looked sickening. Yeah. I love the hair in the mug. That was a really cute outfit. That yeah. like bronzy, like flowy number. Very different from everybody else, but it worked. And in the entertainment department, she did great. I yeah. thought she was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say it. My future ex-boyfriend, Blair Sinclair, looked so uncomfortable and awkward on stage. Yeah. She was flailing about and could not hold that staff, which is a concern to me personally yeah. as the future boyfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Blair, I'll teach you. Don't worry. Don't I worry. think... One of the things that I watch for whenever they do a lip sync challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race is um, you can see in the girls' eyes the amount of rehearsal they've had. Mm -hmm. If they're looking to see where they're going next, that's a bad sign. And you could really see that on Blair's face this episode. And it's like, it is not a flattering way to be photographed, much less filmed. And it was, and it's just like, it's very telling of like where we could expect to see Blair in the future. I love that Monet got the bass vocal part with the side effects. Very funny. Very yes. funny. Um, Classic Monet, too. Absolutely. She does that a lot. Drag Mouth, this was the worst writing of the entire piece. Yep. And that's all I have to say about it. Yep. Um, when the two groups came together, it was fine. Nothing special. I, um... Some good old Russian ribbon twirling. Yeah. And... <laughs> Do they have a new staff writer? Because I feel like this... These challenges used to be so strong. Yeah. And the past two seasons, including All-Stars, have just gone downhill. Like, this was no Glamazonian Airways. No. Or, like, girl, I don't... I mean, I love a good, like... Glamazonian Airways is fantastic. What was that other one? Um, the one where they're... Bitch Perfect. Bitch Perfect, yes. They're good, good themes, good yeah. challenges. Like... I, I think, like, the, the way to stick is with, like, pop culture. I agree. Or, like, things that are at least gay adjacent. It was hard to work in, like, the, the stuffiness and, like, the, the monotony and, like, the definite, like, mm-hmm. link to old age with, like, something as it, vibrant it was as drag. It I mean, was a I, little... Again, I'm not someone who likes the Kardashians, so even uh, Kardashian, the musical last season, was, like, not good. But it was still it was still funny. Yeah. And the writing was still pretty yeah. good. Well, Rue, I'm a writer, so if you need me, like I'm available. Just let me know. Just let me know, Rue. Are you there, Rue? It's Michael. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm here. Okay. 
So, Runway. Yes. It's best drag realness. And we're going to play a game as we go through it. I'm so excited. Um, it's called Snapshot or Snap Not. Oh, my goodness. It's like it's like something from World of Wonder, but we can't say that because exactly. of copyright. So, first up, Asia. She is pretty in pink. Um, Love the bodysuit with ruffles. Her mug was exceptional. The jewels were setting overall. She was just gorgeous. Okay, give me the two things again. It's it's conflama or condrama. What was it? Condrama. Flama? Oh, God. No, no, no. What, what, what are the two things? The, the negative and the positive again. Snapshot or snap not. Snapshot or snap not. I'm writing that down because I'm very forgetful and I'm not going to remember that. Unless I write it down. Snapshot. Well, my next note was that Asia was very stoned. Um, maybe Carlos too. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Gasp. I'll never tell. Um, but no, this look was stunning. The it was hair. A snapshot. The snapshot, so for sure. Snap shoot, even perhaps. Ooh. Ooh. Um, the color just like really worked with her skin. Yeah, it was stunning. And I know that um, a lot of like the real, like the drag queens who are like very, very meticulous, detail oriented. Raven, I know, dyes mm -hmm. her tights to match her skin tone. Sickening, right? Yeah. Like, really good drag. I believe uh, Miss Asia also does that. And the tights were stoned. The outfit was amazing. The hair looked great. And I really, I think she has a really cool mug as well. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very different yeah. looking. It's very smoky. It's a little, it's kind of, it's kind of like Kennedy Davenport. It's old school drag, but like it's very blown out and big and it works well on her face. And what I appreciate with her is when she does do the colored contact, mm -hmm. it's not forced. It Correct. It's natural. Yes. Like you have someone like Coco Montrese when you put those blue contacts in, you're like, oh, you're scary. What My are you doing? girl Don't is a white me. walker. Don't eat me. Look yeah. out. Next was Yuha. Yep. Uh, typical Yuha. You can tell that the bodysuit and jacket was something she made. Yep. I'm... I I love I love when she wears like those big afro seventies mm -hmm. inspired hairs, but like Miss Yuha is a, a designer and like they always say if you have like that good option in your closet wear it. I feel like it was sort of it was sort of boring and like it was great it was good drag yeah. but like you. Like, with someone who has as much skill as Yuha does, like, showcase it, even if you think they're going to make that comparison. Because yeah. the better outfit is, at the end of the day, the better outfit. And you know what? I think everything about it was good. It was a it good, was good look. Um, I mean, the flowers in her hair, and colonoscopy, and poppy are shaking. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but you know what? Overall, it was a snapshot. For the challenge, maybe not. I, I feel like it was a snap knot, uh, just because I know she has more in her. Yeah. Next up was Dusty. Yes. She's done all metallic black and white on the show so far, which is not bad. No. But if the dots are getting clocked, I'm assuming the color is going to get clocked soon, too. But, um... Uh, Regardless, I, she I looks stunning. That. She looks I sensational. See that. But I feel like people have won before wearing the same color palette almost every episode. Like, Bianca... Sure, but always. black and white is... A, much more distinctive than that's true i agree the color palette that bianca does but like i'm sure i'm sure dusty is going to show up in something else i hope so but can we talk about that look for a second she looked so good oh yeah beetlejuice like, realness beetlejuice realness but at the same time it didn't look like something else it didn't look like another like cut and paste mm -hmm. beetlejuice number the the gypsy wigs hair was right 
the the little like dash of color she always looks like a little like always like almost foppish kind yeah. of it was very cool and i loved her shoes they were yeah. great she was she was great and even without the dotty face you could tell it's her there were still dots yeah but they weren't like giant but they dots. weren't like potholes yeah <laughs> snapshot of course snapshot next was monique Hart, cookie monster realness I hated everything about it. No, I thought it was bad. Honestly, it was just like, I've seen, we've seen it before. We've seen girls do like that color blue, like the royal blue with the the eyes. I mean, it's one of Miss Cherry Pie's favorite looks. Um, and it just like, it didn't read very well. And like, I didn't, it was sort of like an inexplicable choice for like right. your best drag. And week. then the reveal with the pop art didn't have anything to do with the original look. Nope. It was just too joint, too disjointed for me. Can I also say something? Like, maybe it's just me being a privileged New York drag queen getting to see, like, amazing people like Holly Box Springs do what they do. But when you're changing your outfit on stage, I expect it to be like a kapow, a shablam. Like, this is my outfit change. I want to see William Ivy Long realness yeah and like when you you want it to let it go exactly i want it i want a let it go change every time because that's drag undoing a snap and shimmying out of your costume is not a good look on anybody nope nope nope. yeah so total snap knot snap knot no didn't get it didn't like speaking of snap knots calorie she's wearing a stone cat suit basic it's fine it's basic if we're doing best drag why are you not wearing something more done up with your hair? Oh, this was yes. ratty, and the button in the middle was dumb. Yes, yes. Like, oh my god. Made, honestly, if her hair was better, better, she could have. You know, she could have pulled it off. She could have pulled it off. And like every girl out on that stage knew better than to come in with hair looking like that. They got their wigs done. Yeah. They they know like and. It's just like even like the lace too, mm-hmm. like in the close-up shots. It's like don't bring the wigs from home, girl. You're gonna be on national television. Get at least two or three wigs done for you. And like to be honest, I'm that bodysuit was really cool. It looked nice of on course, her. Yeah. But like, best it's drag? your best drag. It's your best drag. Yeah. And like, if that's your best drag, like I don't know, I don't know if you're RuPaul's Drag Race material. I, I agree. Snap knot. Snap knot. Nope. Eureka. So, this is all mermaid sequins, which is cute, but I'm not sure that mermaid sequins are the best for best drag. No, I feel like, um, I I know Eureka's drag, I feel like, pretty well, and I know that, like, that design, she loves a bodysuit, and she loves, like, a cool pattern bodysuit, edgy, perhaps even a little Art Deco looking with, like, the strong shapes and everything, but it just, like, it was, like, mm. I liked her confidence, at least. Yeah, like, if you're a big girl, wear something big. Like, I've seen her, like, the elephant look that she wore on the red carpet. Yeah. That's something you wear for best drag. Something that is all the way over the top. Like, I agree. Like, I understand it's early in the season. Maybe you don't want to pull all the stops out yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they ask you for your best drag, you do need to do your best drag. It's the so hair true. was good, but, like, the the hair was really nice, actually. Yeah. But Snap yeah, knot. It was great. Snap knot, no. Aquaria, the future of drag is here. Okay, again, best uh, drag, no. Incredible look, absolutely. Oh, I thought it was really cool. It was great. It was great. The little but the I, but lime I, green stripes I, on the side. I think our it. problem is we've seen her do better on Instagram. Yeah. 
I like I I I'm always I'm waiting for like Aquarius next like earth shattering look mm-hmm. like the tiger lily. I'm waiting for that on Drag Race. Yeah. And like maybe I think maybe sort of like the theme as we're talking it over right now is like I'm thinking in my head maybe the these girls are thinking it's the second episode. I know I, I have it in my wardrobe, but do I want to show that yet? Mm-hmm. And again, noting it again, no boobs. Yeah. Hyper feminine androgyny is great, and it's a style of drag. Mm-hmm. But what sets this apart from anything else we've seen of hers? Yeah. Um, I so I'm I'm getting a little worried about her. Again, um, I'm still I'm I'm not bothered by the no boobs because I know that that's something she does. But like I'm wondered I'm wondering if like the judges will eventually. That's that's where I'm worried. Get onto it. But you know what? It was a shot, snapshot. It was a gorgeous Yeah, a snapshot gorgeous for sure. The great. Vixen. It's Princess Disaster 3.0. Oh my. Guess? I literally said the exact same thing. I was like, they eat her up. <laughs> um, I'm sure she has a fire crotch. Yep, 100%. Um, I love the gen- the look in general, but for this challenge, I expected a little better. Something a little more elevated. Yeah. Um, it was cool. It was sort of like a top and like a skirt and like not much else. The one thing that I think was interesting is that she decided to go with orange heels. Oh, yeah. It was that a choice. Was, that, was, that was a choice and a half, but um, I think she pulled it off. It was mm-hmm. a good look. Yeah. Snapshot. Snapshot, yeah. Forget about what was on the body. It's all about what was on Cracker's head. Oh. Ms. Cracker. Ms. Cracker. Girl. Snap. Shoot. Yeah. That was... So here, here's, here's my little critique. Okay. If we're going to do the square Cracker head. Yeah. Make it a cracker. Like, put buttons in there. Like, do do something to make it look like an actual cracker. Amplify the theme. I, I feel that. I um, feel that. But I feel... We've we've seen this on Instagram. Like, right. she does the square mm-hmm. hair. And, like, I want to know, is it her intention to, like, look like she's wearing a cracker on her head? Or does she just want to look like she has, like, this cool modern hairstyle? I agree. I think I, that's where I'm... I think we're... And I feel you're right. I feel like if you're making the choice to do the square hair in the first place, the comparison's going to get drawn and you have to go all the way. I agree. Because it's sort of, it was sort of like, okay, that's cool. We get it. It's a cracker. But like, let's, let's jazz it up a little bit. Like pull some of the gold from Mm -hmm. the outfit into the hair maybe. And like even the material she used for the outfit was stunning. It was gorgeous. Yes. Oh, so pretty. Snap, shoot. Snap, shoot, bitch. Mayhem Miller. Let's just say it now, pageant realness. She looks stunning, truly yep. glamorous. The blue is wonderful on her. The I didn't get puffs. the shoulders. I didn't love right, those. Right, they were fine. Mm. Um, but I, I worry that because every, there were some horrible looks, mm-hmm. she was saved because of that. Yeah. Because, again, not best drag. No, I don't think so. No, I. it's just like... I think, again, it's sort of like the, the pageant look that you have that you're like, you know, looks cute is good for like early in the season. Yeah. And they're waiting. She's got to have some good things. I hope so. Let's see. Let's hope. Snapshot. Snapshot. Yeah. Blair St. Clair redeems herself. Blair St. Absolutely, in my opinion, the best look on the runway. She, what was she wearing again? Can you remind me? She I wanna... was, uh, had like the purple uh, sequins and... Um, that f- the fringe. Oh, I thought it looked like it didn't fit her. Okay. Okay. I, it like, I don't know if it was just me or maybe it was the material, but it sort of looked like right around like the midsection area. She could have been like either cinched in a little bit more mm-hmm. or the dress like kind of hung in a weird way on her. But 
The purple fringe, super cool. So cool. It was, uh, and I'm like, oh, I'd love to get me something that looks like that. Yeah, her mug was sickening. The hair was perfect. The gown. Yeah. I'm living for it. She looked cool, for sure. She was stoned out of this world. Oh, girl. Cameron. Cameron Michaels. Butterfly Fantasy. Um, I love the concept, but uh, this is not best drag. No. This is not her best drag at all. And no. if it is, I'm worried. No. Um, I love that she called it Fern Gully inspired. Yeah, that was cool. That was a throwback to people who were born then. I feel like if, if you look at her Instagram, she is very inspired by the 90s. And yeah. there's, um, I feel like we can look forward to seeing her do more things of that nature. And like... Well, she she said herself it's Fern Gully inspired. Like maybe we throw like a little bit more of the reference right. in there if you're gonna claim that that's what it's based on. But um, color palette wise, I didn't love that the tool was cream. I wish it was like pink. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish it picked up the. I hair. agree. It was. It didn't match. It was. It didn't match. And wasn't she wearing like a gold belt again? Yeah. It just like, eh, just like I expected a little bit more, but it was cute. It's for snapshot. for. Yeah, snapshot for what it was for the challenge. Snap not. Yeah, I agree. Monet Exchange is wearing yes. a cat suit. Stone for the gods, but it's a cat suit. Stone for the gods, but it's a cat suit. But like, here's the thing: it looked great, and mm-hmm. like, absolutely. Another part of the runway is like, can you sell it? And I feel mm-hmm. like Monet kind of sold it. And I also, I don't think it was it was a rhinestone cat suit. It yes. was not a sequin cat suit, which is sort of to it me. Was heavy. It was heavy. It was heavy. And like, girl, you know the difference between sequins and rhinestones is time. And like, you could see like the effort she put into it, and it was a good look for her. And yeah. also her eye makeup, very cool, full glitter, very nice. Yeah, no, it was a great look. Um, but I do feel like she has better drag. But I feel like that's the theme of this runway. The theme of this runway has been like, I'm not gonna show you that cool thing that I paid Garo Sparrow or like whoever Florence Delia a bajillion dollars to yeah. make because that's coming for the finale, girl. But definitely a snapshot. Definitely a snapshot. Yeah. So we learned that the Vixens team is the winner. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I agree. Really? I agree. I think maybe they had weaker material and should be grateful that the other girls could not lip sync. Uh, that's fair. I think that's fair. And again, the Vixen is the winner. I don't agree. No, I I mean, like, uh, was she the winner just because she, she was, was the, the team, team captain? captain? That's the way they made it sound. That's what it sounded like to me. And I was like, Mm-mm. this seems like another move on behalf of the producers yes. to, like, yes, yes. to put the Vixen in the spotlight to get her feeling good, to get her to try and say something. I agree. I think that's exactly what it was. So, so Team Asia O'Hara is up for elimination, and it's time for the judges' critique. Yep. Asia, they loved her look and enjoyed her performance. Nothing negative really to say. Nope. She's great. Yuha Halsey loved her performance, and Padma thinks her energy was distinctly different yes and then michelle calls her out because this was not her best drag and yuha tries to defend herself um that she has something better but she did not wear it because it was the same color scheme as last week yeah no excuses go for it girl never a good move it's never a good move on the runway to disagree with the judges because that only makes you like you can go ahead disagree with the judges during untucked disagree with the judges off stage but you want to make sure that you're putting yourself in the best light because michelle visage does not forgive yeah that's true she she doesn't forgive and she don't forget so take the critique 
and like learn from it. Don't fight the critique. Yeah. I do hope that we get to see what this look is someday. I hope, yes. Um, next up is Dusty. They loved her performance in Runway. Um, Michelle can't see the couple dots on her face, but she's appreciative. Yeah. Um, and all the ladies on the panel want the blazer. Who do you think would look best in it? Um, I think Dusty. Dusty looks the best. <laughs> not Michelle? You don't think Michelle would rock it? Uh, I, yeah, sure. Michelle. Uh, throw her in it. Why not? Yeah. Michelle could wear, like, nipple tassels and she'd be fine. Bendela's nipple tassels? Bendela's nipple tassels. <laughs> yes, I love that fucking outfit. Love you, Ben. You're not listening. Maybe you are. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Monique, they thought it was a fun bodysuit. As Padma says, it doesn't go together. And... Right. Yeah, the words, the words, the words. The words, the words, the words, yep. She didn't have it. Calorie, she disappeared. And they wanted more from her. And Michelle clocks Calorie as this look is something any girl would wear to a club. And she's not wrong. She's not wrong. It was just, Michelle always, like, either, like, Michelle, I feel like it's not the producers. She just, like, knows what she's looking for. Yes. And, like, uh, Michelle is, like, the lovable, always the lovable villain. But, like, she's right. And it's, like... Calorie, like clearly amongst like that lineup of girls, even with a lot of those looks being not their best drag, stood out clearly as someone who was dropping the bar. That's true. Eureka, Michelle didn't think it was her best drag. Padma thought, for me, this was the big shocker that it was the best bodysuit on the stage. Um, I kind of agree. Better than Monet. Hmm. Better yes, than calorie. Yes, 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 because of the design. I really think like the the switch sequins are okay. a cool element to it. And like for the way it was made, the cut looked really good on Eureka. Like okay. the very high, like sort of like poose area and like the, the geometric shapes over the titties. It was very flattering and I really liked the concept. And I feel like it needed like either like a, a like a long like cape or something Mm -hmm. it needed like one more element to sell it it was basic because i know i've seen like eureka does sometimes she does like fringe along the arms or she'll do like sequins somewhere else or like a really big headpiece to balance out something else being basic and it wasn't there this week well eureka begins to break down about coming back and that her niece sent her home last season but it may be her head that sends her home this time oh girl Aquaria, young and fresh look. Michelle calls her character Linda Evangelista. Does this make Linda Evangelista the unofficial star of Drag Race? Uh, Linda Evangelista is like sitting at home like, they said my name again. Jesus. She, she's getting all the Google alerts and be like, fuck. When is she going to be a judge? I know. At this when? point, it has to. <laughs> this is what? The 10 billionth time? Let's go, yeah. Linda. Get um, on the show. Aquaria defends not doing wrinkly and old drag. Yeah. Um, Michelle says that she could have gone a little more in the characterization, so she didn't look like Arsenic and Elvis. That was my favorite, favorite thing Michelle yeah. said, because we have all been in that high school production of That's Arsenic true. and Old Lace. And, like, if she just threw up a couple elements, maybe even a wig reveal, like mm-hmm. do, like, an old lady wig on the top, nice and graying, with maybe, like, a little veil or something. Into rip that it blonde. Off, yeah. Into the blonde. Would have been cool. I agree. So, Asia, Dusty, Monique, and Aquaria are all safe, leaving Calorie and Eureka in the bottom. Yep. The lip sync is Best of My Love by the Emotions. Great lip sync. This was certainly song. an emotionally charged performance from Eureka. Yep. Calorie, again, just lost. He, I, I really, I liked this lip sync for a couple of reasons. I thought it was, it really showed Eureka, like, 
coming to her own defense because she she knows that like I really like Eureka and I'm definitely like either team Cracker or team Eureka right now she like she has this spirit about her that like when she knows she can do something she's gonna go out and get it and this lip sync really showed that she was she wanted to stay on the yeah, show it's true. she was giving it she commanded the stage Calorie uh, again it was very weak it was very like uh it was very like, you know, just like she was just like sort of throwing herself around the stage. No real rhyme or reason. Eureka took the position of power, came right down the runway, which was like the all I always think is a winning move for a lip sync. Mm -hmm. Commanded the stage, told the judges who was boss. It was good lip sync for yeah. Eureka. So Eureka is saved, calories eliminated, and yeah. I like to think that this was a reference to finding Nemo. Carbs are friend. And food. <laughs> and food. So let's talk about Untucked for a little bit. Shall we talk about Untucked? Let's so the safe girls are kind of shocked, but celebrating their victory. Yeah. The vixen is living for the losers. <laughs> the girls start to speculate why they won, and they says it's because of teamwork. It makes the dream work. Teamwork. Oh, that was... Uh, it was... It was a little maybe manufactured, but mm -hmm. like, weren't they all... They were all talking about like... How, um, oh, we're like, we're the good ones. I like, I'm so glad I got to know all of you girls so much better. Yeah. And like, girl, that's cute right now. But like, episode seven, you're going to be like, bitch, get out my way. Yeah. Like, sisterhood is, is well and fun. But like, it just, it seemed a little manufactured. So Mayhem gets comfy because she wants to hear exactly what the vic why the Vixen didn't pick the other girls. Oh. And she just didn't want big personalities. Was that also a jab to the other girls for sure. on her team? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And, like, this is another point where, like, you could see in Miss Cracker's face, mm -hmm. she didn't want to say nothing. Yeah, well, because Vixen was, said she would have picked Aquaria, mm -hmm. but she also doesn't think Aquaria will be there very long. Oh, And Monet God. makes her say it again, because gotta make sure that camera heard it. Gotta make sure the camera heard it. Jeez, that was... When the losing girls come back, uh, Monet knows exactly... That Dusty got good critiques because she is smiling. Mm -hmm. And some of the girls are shocked. I don't, I don't understand why people are so shook that Dusty is doing well. Like, I feel like I I feel like I was shocked when I thought she was going home first. Mm -hmm. I'm glad Dusty's doing well because I know Dusty and I know the look she pulls and I know the way she performs. She's a good drag queen. Yeah. And like I feel like I feel like there's definitely an opportunity for get, her to get lost in the mm -hmm. midst of this show. But so far, she's sort of, like, pulled out of it. She hasn't, like, she hasn't, like, retreated into, like, the, oh, no, I can't do this. Like, uh, like is my style of drag too much for the show? No, she's leaning into mm -hmm. it, and she's showing, like, the judges who she is. And, like, it paid off this week. And I think there's no surprise Absolutely. that we should be able to see Dusty pretty far in yeah. the show. So Asia thinks that they had the harder number, and of course Monet has to disagree. Mm -hmm. uh, Dusty states that they were in the bottom because of individual performances, mm. which I'm sure some of her teammates were not so fond of hearing. That was a Trixie Mattel expression mm -hmm. gasp moment for me. The <gasps> yeah. Eureka knows she and Calorie are lip syncing, and Calorie gets so fucking defensive because no one asked her about her critique. Yep. Well, it's her last episode. I'm gonna see Calorie right now. Sure. She was missing a nail. Yep. Ah! I saw that. It was so funny. I was like, girl. Bitch, you're on drag race. 
find an extra nail. Go tell the PA to run to your room and area and get you a fucking nail. Yeah, there's no excuse. Come on, girl. Um, and still, like, that was, at that point in the filming, you could definitely see, like, just truly how, like, busted that wig was. Oh, yeah, it was not cute. Girl. Eureka walks out, freaking out that she's going to go home, and Mayhem rescues her to console her. And I want this quote on a t-shirt. Ready? They pretty much just read me. I mean, not read me. They didn't really read me. They done read me. Yeah. They didn't really read me. They read me. That was a fantastic fantastic quote. And I feel like, um, was this the first time we've seen girls smoking on the show? No. No, no, we've seen it in earlier We saw Katya smoking. Yeah, because they used to go outside. Yeah. Which meant they had to go to black and white because it was too bright. Right, 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 right. Her and Ginger were the fucking, that's how they became friends. Yeah, right. Because they were chain smokers. Because they were always outside (laughs) smoking on the deck. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was just like, it was a, I, I feel like... In some ways, the fact that, like, Untucked is now, like, a new, like, show in of itself is, like, an interesting concept because it, like, it lets us, like, go to new places with the queens and, like, you see more of the backstage area and things. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it loses almost kind of the intimacy in a way. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, what Untucked is going to turn into. I agree. So Calorie joins the tier brigade and Mayhem wants them both to stop because they are here. They should be proud. Yes. Mayhem, Mayhem was playing the good mama, playing the good Judy. So was Dusty a little mm-hmm. bit with Eureka. And it's it's always like, it's always like, uh, do we do we trust like the genuine like sentiment from them? Or are they just like trying to get them to shut up because they're annoying all the other yeah. girls? Eureka wasn't worried about the lyrics, but that's what she was ultimately read for. Yeah. So she was focused on the dancing when she should have been focused on everything. That is, when I heard her say that, I was like, oh. Because sometimes, like, if, if you're competing, as I have been and have had the ability to, fortunately, in something drag-related, in a drag-related competition, there are so many elements that go into your performance. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, really, it's really hard and it takes a lot of dedication to really synergize them all together to make sure that you have that complete package. It's true. And, like, if you're particularly worried about something and you feel underprepared in one area... It's going to affect the other areas Mm -hmm. and the audience is going to see every time. And it is so true and it's very scary. Drag is hard. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. So when Eureka decides to come back, she then gets mad at the other girls because they weren't completely focused on her. And she starts crying again. Yeah. Um, Poor girl. Just let everyone have fun. It's okay. You had your support from Mayhem and that's all you need. Mm -hmm. But this is the most tear-filled edition of Untucked because cue Monique. Monique reveals that her mother doesn't truly appreciate that she does drag, that she yep. can't really talk about it at age 31. Which was that, again, was that prompted? Where did that come from? I think she, because it came from the other girls really questioning if those two were the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I think Monique realizing that she could be in this mix, which she truly could have been. Yeah. Um, and she does start discussing the what it means to be black and gay and how that's really just not allowed and... The other girls were there to support her, and I think it was really yeah. beautiful, beautiful moment. It's sort of a, I mean, like, uh, it's sort. You saw all of like the other the other girls who are also people of color trying to really like relate to her in that moment because it's very difficult, yeah. and it's um, 
it's a unique experience, certainly, for people in that community. But here's Monet offering her sponge to block for the other girls. Girl, the sponge will never die. Well, especially not because Asia thinks the other team should be in the bottom only because of Monet's sponge dress. Yes. And she's going to call it out every single time. Ah, uh, that's annoying. Um, so we get that little um, cutaway to see like the slow-mo version of um, Calorie and Eureka mm-hmm. and see Calorie get eliminated and the cameras have to hold filming because Calorie is about to have a breakdown. Oh, and when she's finally able to finish filming, untucked, she's still in tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's very dejected as she packs because she didn't expect to go home so early. And she gets some sweet notes from Yuhan and Eureka and probably some of the other girls, but we don't hear about those. And to wrap up the podcast, let's do some burning questions, starting with what will Calorie's legacy be following the show? You know, I... <sighs> Seeing seeing Calorie Kardashian like in even in the promo, I was like, eh, she's a little she she seems like she could be a filler queen and uh, like and she was looks like she's right, but like here's the thing like her whole mantra her whole dialogue at the end was like I'm such a star in New Mexico like how come I didn't shine mm-hmm. here well girl because this is the biggest stage in drag this is the big leagues. and like yes you may be a star where you come from. But, like, you got to prove yourself here. This is the big leagues. And, like, she is she's definitely, no doubt, talented performer, a great artist, love her makeup, liked her, liked her looks. And, like, from her Instagram and what I've seen, she's a good drag queen. Was she a standout? Was she a star on the show? No. no. But here's the thing. Drag race is the jumping off point. You've got to do with drag race what you will from there yeah the race as katya always says starts after the show i agree yeah i i just don't see her doing much i think she's going to go back to new mexico where she feels positive and happy and the top i don't think she's going to try to run the race as much yeah i feel like she'll she'll do hopefully i'd love to see i'd love to see her not do that yeah. I'd love to see her pick her, herself up by her bootstraps and offer something else to the world of drag, but like, who knows if that'll happen. She just seems like, uh, like someone who doesn't take criticism well, and I don't think she's ready for the at least like the world of Reddit, who's been reading her to filth, and yeah. I, I worry for her. But here's something that I, I really do question about her. Has she ever watched the show, or was she just not prepared for this? I... <laughs> And because just, some of the things she yeah. did in ten seasons should not have been allowed. Yeah, like this was it was basic. Like I feel like, especially because it's the tenth season of RuPaul's Drag Race. It is on VH1. It's almost mainstream now. Like you, like you've got to have an idea of like the caliber of drag that people yeah. are expecting. And like, even on weeks where you feel like it's early in the show, you've got to put your best foot forward. And mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't think she did that. Yeah. Who was surprising you in a good way? And who was surprising you in a bad way? Who's surprising me in a bad way is, um, 200% Blair St. Clair. I was like, yes, a musical theater girl. I was like expecting, cause like I, I come from a family of showgirls. We are like, that's, that's the gig. You do the, the Broadway style drag and like in your Leducas and you, you sell it for a hundred bucks a pop and you make your money. And I was very excited to see that 
on the show and someone who's vintage inspired which is very it's very my drag as well i was very excited to almost even i was team blair for like a hot second mm-hmm. and then i saw her on the show and i was like oh darn you're a 15 year old boy and you can't really move or shake or do anything fun um who's surprising me in a good way um i feel i feel it's asia asia o'hara is is definitely surprising me in a good way and i and also um dusty ray dusty ray and also of course miss cracker is surprising me in a good way i'm right now as of right now i'm still very firmly team cracker so she's your front runner to win she's she's my front runner to win right now and i feel like her and cameron will also do good things. I, I hope. I hope Cam- Cameron better step it up soon. I haven't seen enough from Cameron yet. That's I feel like she's she's coasting, and I'm I'm ready to see her her do some things. Well, this was a pleasure. Yes, I'm I, I'm so glad I got to do this. I love talking about Drag Race. I love deconstructing it. It's so fun to just. It's so fun to talk about drag. I agree. Well, Carlos, this is so much fun, and I'll see you on Thursday. You'll see me on Thursday, but you can also see me this coming Tuesday at Rock Bar for my new show, Carlos the Uber Driver and Tiffany and Coke, which spells cunt. It's at Rock Bar. It's at eleven. It's going to be a bundle charisma, of charisma, uniqueness, uniqueness nerve, nerve, and talent. Tamiflu. Oh right. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this. You're very welcome. See you next time. Thanks to Carlos for coming on. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Uh-huh.